0: Again, that's ebaymotors.com. I've often talked about uh, how much of a pay-per-view buyer I am. Take that any way you want it, but I'll tell you how I take it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Fastest VPN on the planet, global server network, all that good stuff. That's great, but a big, big reason why I got NordVPN.com slash Fightful is all the pay-per-views I buy, all the money we're spending. We're trying to control costs as a company, as a household you can get those UFC pay per views at a fraction of the price that you're paying here in America. Plus, you can get all kinds of great content that you wouldn't normally see thanks to those services as well Uh, shows that are on overseas services things that you want to watch a little bit early so you you get on that uk time and watch them being able to change the interfaces of things like the wwe network maybe you don't like peacock anything like that nordvpn.com fightful gives you that ability while having the fastest vpn on the planet also You just get so much more out of your internet experience with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, Subscribe to to Fight and AEW Plus. Watch AEW without commercials. Uh, Watch bare-knuckle boxing. Watch UFC pay-per-views, boxing pay-per-views at the rates they're getting over in the UK. Change your virtual location with just one click. And hey, if you need any help using it, they got that 24-7 tech support. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here with a name you know. How could you not? You might know him as Damian Sandow. Now you know him as Aaron Stevens. He's going to be at NWA 75 on August 26th and 27. Chase Ballroom in St. Louis. Huge event for NWA. We're so happy to be talking to you. Aaron, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great. No, thank you so much for having me, Sean. Hope everything's well with you.
0: It's going very well. We actually... Uh, on our on our Patreon service, just reposted an article that you wrote for the Fightful Magazine a while back, the the Wrestlers Tribune, oh. which uh, our our owner reached out to you and wrote, and that was that was really fascinating. And you've, I mean, even even within the context of your on screen character, have been like this eloquent guy for so long, and you've you've always had this knack of of speaking well for yourself, but also. Imparting knowledge via interviews, via written word, and all that—is that something that always came naturally to you?
1: No, I'm just really good at convincing people I'm smart. <laughs> like that's that's something that it's it just I have a knack. I, I uh, really, you know, th- those that truly know me know I am a different bird altogether. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I just um, I think like naturally because I was I got involved in wrestling at a very young age. Um, you know, at 16 I began kind of my indoctrination under uh killer kowalski and um you just kind of learn the importance of communication because that's all really wrestling is right like we're communicating stories we're um communicating emotions that we would like the crowd to feel um, or or rather like making the crowd feel emotions through communicating with our bodies sometimes sometimes our words sometimes you know like anything so it's a it's one of those deals and um you know, when you kind of know a subject, I just think you have a certain comfort zone about speaking about it. And um, and especially on things like this, where, like I tell a lot of people, um, I've been getting a lot of requests for seminars, which is crazy, because I was like, the last thing I want to do is go teach people about wrestling. <laughs> but what the seminars are geared more towards are character development, how you portray yourselves in the ring, outside the ring also, but how you can essentially like, grab people's attention and um, and then once you have their attention, how you can kind of keep it and use it to kind of tell the story you want to tell. So the seminar has been going really well. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've kind of like never wanted to do them, but now I'm glad that, I, you know, because what happened was with the writer strike, um, you know, where, where NWA um, that's kind of my exclusive home. And, um, you know, they, they run, about every month, every six weeks. But uh, but in the meantime, in between time, I'm like, you know what? Let me just try something. And, and I noticed a void, too. Like, when, when new talent comes to NWA, you know, there is a deficit in the business uh, as far as character building goes. And and a lot of people don't even know what character is. Like, you talk to some of these people. Oh, well, it's my tights and this and that, and I come down to this song. Well, no one cares. <laughs> Look around. No, but, but it's true, right? Like and, and, I, and I don't mean that in a bad way. But guess what? everyone comes down to music they think is cool. Everyone puts so much time and effort into their gear and got rhinestones and glitter and cool symbols on it and neon colors or whatever. Like, in a show that is bombarded with with overstimulation, right? How are you going to stand out? And um, some of the people um, that, you know, I've asked my advice, I've given it to them, they've applied it, and they they see immediate results. Uh, Others don't and they come and ask me again and I just say, well, you didn't do what I told you the first time. So I'm not wasting my time before I had this save everyone mentality. Uh, now it's, it's more kind of like, all right, if, and then this is for NWA, you know, if you can apply this, I will help you more. Right. And, and of course in the seminars, um, if, if you pay attention, you can apply it. And, um, and, and again, you'll, you'll see results because anything that I teach anything that I say is battle tested and like in other words it works
0: yeah and, and kind of to your point with what, what you're doing now like I've, I've long liked Rodney and Rockets work but it's carnage of damage like I'm more interested in them than I've ever been in, in what they're doing on screen now than, than even the stuff I was seeing long ago and you're starting to see a lot of that with NWA talent Like, what does it mean for you to be a part of something like that?
1: It's just, um, in my opinion, it's the best place for me to be right now. Mm -hmm. It's um, creative freedom. Um, Billy, as a boss, he is not afraid to take a chance, like a true chance. He's not afraid to truly take a risk. And that's where magic happens, right? Like, you have to allow, and I think because, you know, he's... He's always thought outside the box and had his vision and kind of um, and done things his own way. I think we're seeing that in terms of the promoter that he is because what a lot of promoters don't do, right? Like, it's very much like a totalitarian, hey, this, this, and this needs to happen, right? Now, when he, yeah. when he has an idea, okay, and, you know, this is what's going to happen, but what Billy allows for is that space and like all right how do you want to tell the story and again in in that void that's where you make magic right no one ever told me to wrestle the invisible man (laughs) told me you're going to go out there with ms okay well guess what you know what i mean one thing opportunity for magic to happen and also like if billy sees something and if something's working he'll go with it. Yeah. Like, despite whatever vision he thinks, like if the fans are buying something, um, you know, he rolls with it. And that's, that's really cool. That that's like, I would rather be a part of, um, of a company like that than any other kind of company. Because again, like no matter where you're at, right. in wrestling create, like we all have this kind of creative expression we want to convey. Right. And, like there are so few people and, and they think, you know, they, they do a, a move where they have like this, you know, 10 second internet clip that they can put on Instagram and Twitter or, or X now, whatever it's called. Um, and again, now I'm not taking away from the athleticism. It's amazing, but few people know what magic really is, right? Magic is when they hear the first, Two notes of your song, right? When you go through the curtain, they're with you every step of the way, yeah. right? It's not just oh, like yeah, they, they you get a pop because they see you're on TV or the snap. But then when you go to the ring, there's like crickets in your match, and then something happens and the crowd goes ooh, and then the finish of the match happens and people are like oh okay yeah, no that's not it, that that's not what this stuff should be, at all, and. Again, not taking away from anybody. And because um, like I told mm-hmm. someone, like I was getting in a, a, um, a philosophical debate, right? Shall we say with, uh, yes. with somebody who's older younger, and younger. And, and again, I welcome anything because I'm, I'm like, the, the fact is like I've been around so long because I've been open to change, right? I'm very open to change, like times change, society changes, what's cool changes. Um, and it's all good, right? You got to adapt to that. But here's the thing. If people keep the mentality they have, I will continue to have a job as long as I want in wrestling because I know my stuff works. You know, that's and that's a, yeah. that's the name of the game. So but um, but no, it's it just with NWA. And, and again, I'm sorry I got off track there.
0: No, like, it's fine.
1: It, it It is such a again, like like the the stuff with the question mark and I um, in the beginning, you know, 2019. Um, I love that. It was just, again, it was just, it wasn't planned. No one, when, when the question mark character came about, no one ever, ever, the word karate was never even mentioned, you know, when the question mark character was being created. Um, but then, then one day it was as uh, Joseph and I were seated in the stands of Georgia Public Broadcasting Studio. And then after that, we, uh, you know, uh, a and then you know, it was Billy's idea. It was like I think like the Atlanta airport. He's like, we have to make a flag. Okay, and then, like, so here we are. You know, and, and to this day, you know, the Mongrovian flag hangs at the uh, at the studio, which is great. And um, so it's just again, it, it's a it's a wonderful company to be a part of. Um, I've really kind of enjoyed seeing the the progress of it. Right. Like the ups, you know. Of course, we had the pandemic. There's ups, there's downs. Yeah. Um, but like it's, it's it's a it's a place that like all right. When I get on the plane to go to NWA, there's always a smile on my face, and I'm always in a good mood.
0: Uh, how did the conversation go when it's determined you would lean more into managing? Because it's very clear. Like we saw the Aldis match. You still got it in the ring, certainly. Like that that isn't doesn't seem to be a concern whatsoever. Even a few weeks after I that in the
1: ring. So I was, I just, so that match, here's a little tidbit. I had not been in a ring since the pandemic started. So it was like almost oh, over
0: geez. here.
1: Right. On top of that, California, all the gyms were closed. I was in the worst shape of my <laughs> career for that match. I've never been more on it. Like just physically, I look like garbage, but, um, but it, it's just like, you know what Walter or killer would always say, like, you know, you don't lose once you get this, you don't lose it. And, um, so that was cool, um, but um, but no, the managing thing, it was it was um, actually at the Chase last year, and it, it, this just it was it was crazy, right? And, and like we talk about magic, right? When magic kind of happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, night number one, I was in a tag match or something, and I, ac- I accidentally like got a little cut on my hand in the ring. All right, whatever. So. Uh, I went to the gym that uh the, the morning after on Sunday and they had this like black latex glove I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't want to get germs or infected, it's a fresh cut. Sure. Let me just put this black glove on. So I kept the black glove on and then that night I happened to be like going out with Rodney and he was wrestling uh Pope, I think, and I was bandaging him. So I'm like, All right, well, I got a black glove and um you know, I, I of course I have to take the big cornet bump and um like i remember the tapings went really well and i kind of went to the back and i didn't say anything to anybody but i'm kind of sitting there and i went huh well uh we go to nashville and that was like like uh, by the way we have two tapings in nashville i know anniversary you said it's the 26th and the 27th mm-hmm. in st louis uh, the 28th uh, and 29th, we're going to be in Nashville for the power taping. So you don't want to miss that. Yeah. Um, go to nwa com, and uh, you can find out all about that. And, you know, of course, NWA Power, it airs on YouTube every uh, Tuesday at 6.05 Eastern, that is. And, uh, and, of course, you can go on there anytime and look at the episodes. Um, the ones that I'm featured in are the highest rated, I'm just saying. Uh, and then uh, from there, okay, am kidding. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, like, there's don't on, lie. On a, um,
0: dot com slash fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful.
1: Exactly. Um, but but what it is, it, it was just like hey you're gonna manage Rodney tonight. Yeah, fine. And then we we're, we're doing a promo and I still had the black because by now the black glove people are like you know they're kind of joking with me about it so i'm like all right well let me just it was a backstage yeah. thing i keeping the black glove on well we were at dinner in nashville and um it was like me tyrus murdoch kratos tim storm like just our little our little group our core group yeah. of guys that we all kind of hang together and um and, and and i i say that but like nwa here's another thing about it everyone says it's one of the most welcoming Relaxed and fun locker rooms they've ever been in, and that means the world because, like, you know, we have guys, you know, La Rebellion um, doing big, big things in Mexico. Everyone just kind of like, you know, there's a team effort, and it's just it's one of the best locker rooms. I I do not hear
0: backstage locker room drama stories about NWA. I don't.
1: No, because like a lot of like from the uh, the guys that have been doing this a little longer, like we all said, we ain't. We ain't having that. And it's not tolerated Um, as much as we can prevent that from happening. um, And that that starts from the top. You know, it it starts from Billy Corgan, Pat Kenny, who I have found is one of the um, most intelligent, grounded people um, as far as how he approaches dealing with talent and managing everything. And, um, you know, Pat's taught me a lot just by learning from him and and being able to kind of deal with him like that. So I'm I'm grateful to him too.
0: Even, even on Thunder Rosa's way out, she was talking like glowingly about Pat Kenny and about how easy he made things for her during that process.
1: No, he, he is just a, he's a, he's a wonderful, wonderful human being. And he is a uh, wonderful head of talent relations. I can say that. And, um, and I I worked for a lot of people. Um, So, you know and and Pat says goes, this is your locker room you know a problem. the day-to-day stuff like we all just we just want to have a good time and like have <laughs> a good product and uh, and that's what like you know people come in and, and it's just a good vibe so um, so okay so I, I got off track again but so now I'm doing a promo and in the promo because I, I don't really rehearse what I'm gonna say and like like Billy and I have this whole thing where like a, you know he's directing. There's a situation. Okay, let's let's go. Let's see what we have. Again, I have the black glove on, so I just said that's right. And and some about black club entertainment or black club management. I forget what it was. And we're we're at dinner, and Billy comes up to me and he, he comes and he sits down and he goes, "Hey, I have a great idea." I go yeah, you need to be a full time man. And I went, yep. And kind of like and I, the way I look at it, right, as a performer, I have nothing to prove in the ring. Like I said, sure. I, I was in the worst shape of my career, <laughs> and I felt I had – and I, I hadn't been in a ring. I hadn't locked up. I hadn't hit the ropes. I hadn't done anything. And I felt I had one of the best main events from a technical standpoint. Um, that the new version of NWA has ever seen. And again, you can just go back and look at it and just see, right? I'm not trying to, I don't want to overstate this <laughs> or understate it, but I, I felt it wasn't people told me it was. You know? Um, and and it was just a pure, good old-fashioned wrestling match, right? Yes. So, like, I know I can do that. Like, it wasn't chairs, tables, bells. No, it was just two guys competing how it should be and uh i can do that and i i know the level that i can do that at at any given time provided my body holds up and everything yeah. and, and it's just to me it's just it is what it is like this isn't i you know I, i've the first five years of my career i spent getting comfortable and relaxing in a ring yes the next five years i spent finding out who i was and then after that like it was always something like to to they like, say like all oh, the main event style or whatever it is because i it's always something that's come very natural to me right like i can do the comedy because yes i have zero inhibitions as a performer because i'm comfortable enough with myself as a man i don't have anything to prove to anybody and i also can do the the street fight segments that i've done and the tables and the blood and guts, hardcore Puerto Rico. Yeah, I can do that. I have done that a lot. You know, I, I know how to believe. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: um, you know, I, I hardcore. I know how to do this. It's where do I fit in and where do I want to go, right? And and when things line up, like it, it's you have to to get truly. And, and, and I say this to everyone, and I I do talk about this in my seminars, right? When you can become endearing. You'll always have a job. Yeah. To some degree, right? When a crowd. I mean, unless you, you know, piss the office off in every major <laughs> company. But um, but when a when a crowd invests enough emotion in you. That you can go away for a while, like I did. And then when I, you know, brought back the NWA and stuff. When they invest enough of their emotions in you and you can create enough moments in their mind because, you know, people remember moments. We think of WrestleMania 3. It's Hogan and Andre face-to-face. The body slam heard around the world, right? Um, you know, like things like that. You know, and I'll use Hogan again. Him and Rock face-to-face. Um, Shawn Michaels kicking Rick Flick saying I'm sorry and kicking Rick, right? Like, we need to create moments because that is what it like. It burns in people's memory and they remember you. Right. Then yeah. that's what being a star is. They remember you. And um, again, I was fortunate enough to kind of have enough of those moments um, to where like the crowd was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, we, 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 know this guy. Right. And that which is essentially that like you're, you become endeared to them. And, um, and at the very least, I think, any crowd I've ever performed in front of via, you know, Skyway studios in Nashville, Madison square garden, the chase in St. Louis. Um, every, every time I go through the curtain, like I literally give every single bit an ounce and whatever unit of measurement you'd like. Of, it, it's everything I have. And I've never really been physically exhausted after a match. In fact, quite the opposite, because your your, your adrenal glands kicked in. But I have been emotionally exhausted. And and, and every night, like, when I start shutting down, I mean, I am... It is, it is, like, complete emotional exhaustion. Because it's, you know, those people paid to see the show, of which I am part of, they're going to get everything I have. Regardless of what I'm doing, and that's the thing. Like as a manager, I sweat more as a manager than I did in the ring because I got that blue jacket on and everything. And yeah. it's, it's, you know, and, it, and it's having to highlight the talent, right? Like because it's not being a manager isn't just screwing around. And, and no, it, it's knowing when to do it, right? It's it's if the crowd is not where you want them to be, it's it's getting them up there, and then pass, it's like like a, like an assist, right? Basketball, you pass it along to the guys in the ring, right? And if the guys in the ring do something awesome, and the crowd goes nuts it's my job to fan the flame and um, you know working with Rodney and Marche it's, it's been such a, a great thing and um, you know like with us a lot of people oh, well, you guys look like Doom your version Doom 2.0 well here's the thing about that no SH you know what <laughs> of course because and I, and I say this good bad or indifferent they noticed it right away Yes. Right. You you automatically you feel something right away. Okay, so now, if you really want to dissect it, it's becoming a life of its own. You know, I'm the kind of manager I am is different. Rodney and Marche are they're, they're doing their own thing, and excuse me, very soon, if not already now, like. BFT it is. I and mean, it truly is its own entity. Yes. And, and the the doom comparisons are becoming less and less and less. But bottom line, the day we debuted in New Orleans, it was like November or December last year. People made noise. Yeah. And we had their attention. And that is the hardest thing because there's no unless your gear, like. <clears throat> has a billboard sign on it that flashes, and changes. And it's got an LED system built in. It. Sung by the Smashing Pumpkins live, which I know like we may have the luxury of everywhere doing that, but you know I don't think so. But like you, your entrance song isn't going to get you over. Even then, the, the Pumpkins are over, right? Whoever's singing the song is over. Yes. You can have. You can have the best entrance you can have cool well no i'm sorry you can have cool music you can have cool gear and you can do cool moves right but are the people cheering for the move because if they cheer for the move when the move's over so are their cheers yes if they cheer for your gear after they see your gear a couple times all right if they like your song they'll headbang to it or like sandman right ecw arena thing in enter sandman right coolest thing ever right here's the difference what sandman was able to do is harness that be himself right and work it for everything it's worth if sandman had gone out there and wrestled like you know any kind of random person you want to think of right i don't want to like name but I mean anyone right sure wouldn't it wouldn't have worked he needed to drink beer swing the cane smash the beer can on his head and go nuts because that was him right like we all have and, and, and i'm convinced everybody that gets involved in pro wrestling or even wants to try this there, there's something inherently wrong and I'm just going to keep this real, right? Like there's 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 a couple of wires up here that are that are not quite connected. Because why on earth would you want to do something that like I want to put my body through hell, risk injury, death, paralysis, whatever, to fight in my underpants in a performance setting? Sure. Right. Now. Where those wires are not quite connected, therein lies, and this is my opinion, therein lies everyone's potential for stardom. Cause some people are like, oh, I don't see it in this person, I don't see it in that person. No, I, I I am convinced everyone can become a star, right? But here's the thing. You have to know how to use what you got. And a lot of people, they cannot get past this like the the paradigm today, which is, oh, this is what gets over. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Like, if it did, you wouldn't be struggling to get over, right? Because getting over, well, getting over is easy. You just gotta—I call it the tooth. You gotta know, and then you gotta flow. You gotta know who you are, and just let that flow and let it be, and, um, and 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 that's it, right? That's but but NWA. That's why I think we're starting to see now again the snowball effect. More and more people are paying attention different promotions are are kind of raising an eyebrow and and again we're just doing the same thing we're chugging along and um and and i often make this equation like we are the tomato soup and grilled cheese of pro wrestling like we're that no but right like that old school kind of comfort you're going to see characters storylines that are simple easy to follow and and that's it like you're like again Pre-COVID, NWA Power, I felt, was one of, if not the best products out there.
0: Yeah, I agree. Truly.
1: Truly was. And, um, and that, you know, again, speaks for itself. So, you know, I mean, post-pandemic.
0: I, the, the NWA title before that was like, okay, let me go to Wikipedia and see who holds it. And I interviewed Tim Storm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy's going to be good when he gets on television. And now I, I adore the guy. Like, it's still... Like six, seven years later, the guy's almost 60. And I'm like, I-, I love just seeing this guy pop up because I know that he's a genuine person. And that was conveyed on their television show.
1: Because Tim is endearing.
0: Yes. Exactly. Yeah, Dearing. you're right.
1: That's that's the thing. There, there's like, I never, and, and Tim is one of my closest friends in the business, by the way, now. Um, I'm, I'm incredible very, very guy. Blessed to call, yes, very, very blessed to call him a friend. Um, before I met him, right, like, because I, I would keep up, you know, kind of with NWO, there was Instagram, and then they did a good job of kind yeah. of telling the, the story of 10 pounds of gold, and I was just like, this guy, Tim, there's just, there's something about him that is endearing, right, and he's just, like, he, because it's honest, he told his story, you know, he looks the part, I mean, yes, Tim's, he does. A, Tim's a solid guy, um, you know, I wouldn't want to try him, but... <laughs> he looks the part he understands who he is right and he just is and on top of that he's got one of the or no i'm not one of the best tan in the business by far
0: it's obscene it's It's, it's yeah it's almost criminal it is like you you know he's got multiple uh, memberships to places like he doesn't go to just one place to tan
1: no apparently he has a good base tan Okay. Right, and he got his base tan. When when it comes for shows, he'll tan a little more. But but the thing about Tim, he's just like consistent with it, which is the thing. It's like, oh wow. And then there have been times where Tom Latimer, like Tom, has walked in right. Like when Tim's not there, it's, it's like perspective. You know how like yeah. everyone's teeth look white until you put them against something white. Yes. Right? Well, it's the same thing? Like Tom has walked in the locker room, and we're all going like. Oh, wait a minute. Like Tom cuz th- there's this tan competition that we all take yes. part in. I mean, like we all it, it's you know, it, it's like I'm not in the running, neither is Trevor or, Bro- or tires but like someone will come in tan and try to challenge him. And <laughs> I forget where this was. It might have been national, but like Tom Latimer comes walking in and we're like, "Uh-oh." Like <laughs> We may have Tim in, and like they were taking pictures earlier and he had this like silver gear on, I think. So we looked even tanner and we're going like, Oh, this is, uh, this like, this is going to be a first, right? Tim came walking in in his blue or purple suit jacket. (laughs) And there's Tom oiled up, greased up with the silver and he stood next to Tim and Tim still had him.
0: <laughs> I like to imagine Tim spends his days scrolling people's Instagram to scout out the competition and he's just like, Nah, not not this set of tapings.
1: No, no. And that's just it. I mean, uh but no, it's great and like again to see him uh again at seventy five, it's gonna be him and Jack's. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh I thought a, I thought uh, you
0: were it, joking it, and saying at seventy five years old, Tim's t- <laughs>
1: Oh no no no, no, look no. But I will say this: At seventy-five years old, he will still probably have the better ten than any one of us.
0: <laughs> and and an incredible body. The dude looks great.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes, man. And um, yeah, like it, it's uh, again, him and Jacks and Tim's career is on a line, which is uh, yes, that's a big thing. And it, it yeah, and so like that, like you have a story, a basic story where you have Jacks, kind of the he's been he's been doing this a while but you know the 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 more youthful of the two he's a buck he's in his prime you have tim storm who has been doing this a very long time is better than most people in their prime um and uh and i would argue like tim's prime came much later in his career
0: yeah i don't even think he wrestled until his 30s
1: and, and that's that's insane right yeah so you know, and then Tim also has the, you know, what with the emotion, you know, coupled with that, coupled with being at the Chase in St. Louis, which is a very, you know, it's, um, people ask me, they're like, what's the favorite place you ever wrestled this and that? And, and like, yeah, it's, it's cool wrestling in Louisville, um, wrestling in, you know, up in Boston, um, Providence. Like, cause it's like home to me, you know, sure. like I, I grew up in Massachusetts. I live in Louisville and, um,
0: we could have like, we could have done this in person. I'm an hour away. I'm out. In Le- I'm in Lexington.
1: Oh my God! Wow. Okay. Right on. We're, wow. we're gonna
0: have to do um, one in person then.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like you know, when you walk out in the garden, there's just no. There's nothing. That equates to walking out in Madison Square Garden. Sure. Like the the air is different. Is the only like there is like a buzz in the air and when you walk out there it's just like whoa like you you I and mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it um, and the chase is very similar because of yes like with who we are with NWA and the history and the legacy like there is there's a certain like okay like we have to um, every one of us on the card um, that is a regular in NWA. I can't speak for the the people that are being brought in. I don't know, because so I'm not going to sit here and lie. But in terms of the core people, every single one of us in that locker room, we know the standard we have to hold at the Chase, and it is a different standard. And and when they, you know, I, I equate it to the Garden with with the air being different. It's like that at the Chase because we we have to. Not only uphold the NWA name but we have to perpetuate it forward and that is something that we we take a lot of pride in and despite all the fun we have in the locker room and what a great place it is we take very seriously
0: uh you mentioned NWA and all, all the history but you also mentioned your connection to killer kowalski triple H also known as a as a killer kowalski guy is that something you all ever discussed bonded over anything like that
1: not really no I mean we like there's like, you know, the obscure reference here and there. Yeah. Um, but, um, but no, it was just business with him.
0: You know, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we, we had talked about NWA, NWA 75, chase, all that, that stuff. I, I love the, the homages that NWA constantly gives to, to the past too. Like it is, their history is current history as well. Like every so often, you'll, to see Billy be like, Hey, I'm bringing this obscure championship belt from like 33 years ago back. I I, I love that as well. Is there anything like that that you've ever pitched or you've seen, or you've been like, you know what, let's maybe pay some respects to this. You know, we, we saw, we've seen the studio wrestling aspect of it largely come back. I mean, they were doing studio wrestling before a lot of people had to do studio wrestling in the pandemic as well.
1: Yeah. Um, no, personally, there's nothing that I, um, like, have pitched or anything. Although, I, I do love nostalgia. Uh, I yeah. love being a part of it. But, like, where the way my mind works is I'm, you know, very, like, okay, what's the best thing for the show? What's the best thing for the people? But, like, when it comes to actually, like, doing stuff, and I've always had this. I don't care who I'm in there with. I don't care what i'm doing but when i'm performing with someone and and this is just the mentality i have to have no matter who they are i'm not in the ring with them they're in the ring with me okay and because that mentality it radiates right because if you look at everyone who came before us that that is what made them them i you know have all the respect in the world for some people but it's like, and I've had this mentality in WWE too. But like, when when the red light's on, all right, yeah, like I'll I'll follow the marching orders. But like, you got to be able to hang. And and I don't care who you are, because I'm I'm bringing my A game and I'm not pulling punches. You know, again, not that this is disrespect. You don't be disrespectful. You don't sure. do whatever. Um, but like, no, you have to have that pride and, and that like that that focus. To where it's like, no, like this is like I don't care what we're doing, and that that that's always kind of served me. And it's oh, how you make chicken salad out of chicken something else? Um, no, it's just because I simply don't let myself fail in that way. I, there is, um, I, I I told you know at the Crockett Cup, it's a uh, it's a lot, right? People they like to talk matches over and plan everything and this and that, and uh, sometimes it ain't like that. You know, not in the pros. And when you have younger talent, you know, there was a, a younger talent that I managed in the tag team. You can guess who. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I just said to him, I said, hey, I go, you got this. You have your skill set. You know what you're doing. You listen. You're doing great. You're finding yourself more every time. proud of you. But just remember, no matter what anyone says, when you go through that, curtain, failure, is simply not an option there will be variables things happen the top rope breaks Mm. spots get messed up finishes get messed up but at the end of the day whatever the the message like we have to Mm. keep our heat right going out yeah or whatever right you got to make a baby face get the crowd going nuts for the baby face that is ultimately what success and failure is in the long term and although you may have shortcomings via you know in, in Agents mess things up sometimes. Um, There's miscommunications. Whatever. Whatever. Out there, when it comes to like, because it's wrestling is never about what are we doing today. It's about where we, what are we doing, what are we coming back with. Yes, right. Because you want people to pay attention. So that's what it is. In that respect, failure is simply not an option. And uh, and he's getting it, and it's great. And he hasn't failed. And he's just, uh, again, it's a pleasure. Not necessarily but Marche, right? It, it, it is a pleasure to be able to work with him and um you know, Marche, Jordan Clearwater they are just uh they're they're kind of like rekindling my faith in uh in a lot of things. So
0: Another thing I, I look upon fondly in a tag team perspective in your career, and it's it's aged even better as Team Rhodes Scholars. Like, my God. Like, ah, yeah. that that era, like, when, when they moved to three hours, I was like, is this going to work? And then, like, the tag team wrestling and the six-man wrestling was just exploding in that period. And all of a sudden, instead of three or four-minute matches – We're getting you guys against, like, Team Hell No and in the ring with, like, Orton, Christian, Cena, Miz, all these people, like, 10, 15, 20 minutes.
1: We, Cody and I, and and Cody said this, and and I'll say this, as far as business goes, like, we were the best partner each other had in, in terms of, like, what are we doing today? like do we have to be the midnight express because that's what essentially and we would always joke like that's what we were we were the yeah. bumping feeding <laughs> keep getting heels right i mean that that was our role
0: yeah and um you, you guys are working well, 20 minute matches on oh yeah. people people that watch wrestling now are like when you tell them oh a 20 minute hat match happened on WWE main event they're like what like, yeah, they were really pushing that show back then, and y'all were working 20, 25 minute matches on that show. But, but
1: here's the thing. But we could.
0: Yeah. Because we un- like we understood
1: how, how to do it. Right? Yeah. With with a lot of people I've seen today. Think, and, and again, this is not I'm not knocking anyone that works hard. You gotta you gotta have a move set that's contemporary. Right? you gotta keep it, always keep it. Fresh, like if I go back in the ring, if I ever go back in the ring, I'm gonna have to do new stuff. Right? It's just common sense. Sure. However, like, guess what? I can do that, and I can be out there for 20 minutes, right, and keep people's attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the thing. In, in, in 20 minutes, when the finish of my match happens, I'll have that place explode.
0: I mean that that run was so much fun. I mean.
1: Okay, yeah, it was a lot of fun working with him,
0: yeah. And it's one of the things that I've recently went back and rewatched. I've interviewed Cody a few times recently, so it's was familiarizing myself with some of the stuff he did. You guys were in the ring with The Rock at one point. Yep. Do you remember, like, yeah. being being told about that, and even what was there a process of going over that beforehand?
1: Uh, not that I really, like, we kind of, like, when we talked to him before a little bit, but, like, no, Cody and I were just like, all right, this is what we're doing, and, you know, we rode together and stuff like that, and we yeah. just, um... It was like no like this is this is what we got today we're gonna go I mean like uh, our summerslam match was uh was a lot of fun um that one yeah. I don't think gets the uh you know like like because we've had so many like again we go back to moments right um, him and I were very good at creating moments and um and and like we were entertaining, but we also got it done, and uh, and that was it, right? That's that's the name of the game.
0: I definitely encourage people who maybe maybe weren't fans yet then to go back and check out, especially that era of tag team wrestling on on Raw, SmackDown, main event. Do there were some there were some incredible things that were were on that show at that point. Uh, NWA seventy five coming up. Chase Ballroom, August twenty sixth, August twenty seven. Very excited for the show. It's it's a loaded show. Uh, We got EC three on on the program. We got yourself on the program. A ton of familiar faces and names for those of you that have been watching wrestling for a long time, and a lot of uh, fresh faces that you're going to see as well. I've had the fortune of talking to Kerry Morton several times as well. Uh, Like really enjoy Ella Envy's work really enjoy uh Miss Kate's work as well like just just a, a nice mix there of established talent new names Maddie Rinkowski I think is going to be like I think she's going to be a big star in pro wrestling but Agreed. Uh, Great like just in, an incredible number of, of talent on that show. Aaron, uh, please tell the people where they can find you, where they can support you, where they can follow you.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or a McCrispy sandwich.
0: So yes, um, after NWA
1: 75, we are going to be in Nashville, August 27th to no, mm-hmm. August. I'm sorry, 28th and 29th in Nashville. Uh, YouTube Tuesday, 6:05 NWA Power. We have pay-per-views on Fight TV. Um, again, stay tuned. You can go to NWA Ticks, That's NWA com. And uh, again, you can uh, give me a follow on Instagram. It's the Aaron Files. And um, yes, you can always stay posted on what's going on. And I have like. A couple of my uh, my acting gigs have, have showed up and, and kind of getting some traction. Of course, now there's a oh, strike gosh. or whatever. I, I but, think um, you should leave. Oh, is yeah.
0: Before yeah. before we go, I would love to hear a little bit about that. I mean, that, that blew up. Did you have any idea that it was going to blow up as much as it did?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it's honestly, with, with the way the industry is going now, um, it's a fight that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. So although in the immediate, it's like, oh, yeah, we you know nobody's working. Um, which I'm lucky. I get you know do seminars if I want, but um, in the long term, it needs to happen, and sure. I'm, I'm glad that people are showing the support and everything like that. And again, like I try not to get too upset, like as industries change and, and as as the road changes, you have to adapt and go with it. And I just think like like anything else, you have to be um, resilient and adaptable enough to um, to just continue forward.
0: Do you ever see anything like that? Happening in wrestling, I feel like if it did, it would be more no. like a WWE Players Association as opposed to an all-encompassing wrestler gene
1: Yeah, I just I don't think it'll. If it would have happened, it would have happened already, in my opinion.
0: Sure, because it's just too. It's simply just too complex. Interesting. Well, I am definitely going to be nagging you to make the trip to Lexington to, to do an in-studio interview with me sometime yeah, soon. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew you had spent some time in Louisville. Didn't know that you were still there. We we have definitely got to make that happen because. I got like a million more things to talk to you about. Uh, This was uh, fun, enlightening, educational. I want to say that I appreciate you so much for your time, Aaron. Check out NWA 75, and uh, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Back at you. It was a pleasure. Until next time, guys. We're out.